welcome, welcome everybody. This is Girls on Film, and I'm Teresa Roth with Sarah Smith. And of course, Port Wilson is with us as always. Hello. And we're here today because basically I have a little bit of TV blues. Me too. You know? Yes. Because one really big program finished, which is of course Game, Game of, Thrones. of Thrones. And another program finished, which gives me a little blues, and that's Veep. 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 Oh, Julia Louise. Oh, my gosh, was that a great, great series of shows. Mm. You got double blues. I do. Yeah. I am double blue. Yep. I you're have. double blue, and that's why you're wearing a navy shirt today, because you got double blue. That's right. That's right. <laughs> exactly right. Double but dark. you know what? We need to raise up the glory that has been the Game of Thrones show. Hello. I mean, I don't know how they'll ever, ever duplicate that. No, they well, won't. Of course, going to try with spinoffs, which is going to be sad, I think. I don't I know. Think. If, are they going to do spinoffs? That's all I'm reading. They're I talking just, about with Aria. No, no, HBO said no. It was they? a rumor. They said no. I just read an article that there were four possible spinoffs. There's mm-hmm. a prequel, like, from a thousand years before uh-huh. with... Uh, yeah, that's already cast. Yeah, Naomi with, uh, Watts. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, we have some stuff to look forward to. Yeah. The sun is rising on the horizon. Maybe in the far distance. Yes, we got some stuff. You know, there's so much production going on, especially in Georgia, because we love Georgia. Well, there's so much, thing. right? There's so much going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to have a positive attitude mm-hmm. <laughs> or try. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious. I wonder how many people after the last Game of Thrones canceled their HBO. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because if there were a lot of people that did that, then they're really going to want to put something up that gets people back on board. I didn't cancel because I started watching a very cheery, cheery program on HBO called Chernobyl. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. That that is great. It's great. It is great. And it's so heartbreaking. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Spoiler alert. There's this one woman with her husband. Yeah. It just broke my heart. Yep. Mm. Yep. Um, really, that's a really great program. Really, really good. You know what's really interesting is my 24-year-old son said to me, what's Chernobyl? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. How do you explain, a, you know, a nuclear uh, meltdown, meltdown and, and how much it affected? Um, I went to... I don't remember what year that happened. 86. 86. I went to England for school in 88, and they were still, and they were talking about it. I bet. It, they were having effects from it, you know, in, with, with, especially in northern, uh, in the northern part of the country, um, in the UK, and what, Scotland. Like fallout or yeah, water or animals what? being sick, people getting, you know, getting cancer. And, and I, you know, yeah, it didn't just it didn't just go away. It, well, it if it's any indication, I uh, in my writing class when I give a extra credit, yeah, I just ask random questions. Mm-hmm. One of which I say, "What happened on December seventh, nineteen forty one?" And about half the <laughs> class gets it. Mm. Half. Ooh. Maybe you They're should. They're like, "That was before my time, man." Yep. <laughs> maybe maybe you should tell them at the very beginning of the year. They'll be quizzed on these things. Okay, back to Game of Thrones. Okay. Back to Game of Thrones. Okay. So I would just like to say, first yes. of all, the fans of Game of Phones, <laughs> Phones. Thrones need to grow up. 
Mm. Okay. It was oh, never going to yeah. end the way anybody wanted it that's to. That's true. And a million people want to rewrite the last Grow season. Up. <laughs> oh, that's, I mean, that's insane. That's insane. Grow up. Okay, so no. we left off after episode four. Episode, episode four, which... No, we left off after episode three. Three. Into four. So now we're talking into four, five, six. We're going we're gonna to touch on four, five, and six because y'all know what happened. Right, exactly. And uh, we would love to please, please come to our Facebook page and tell us um, what you what you think. You know, what was your favorite your favorite stuff? Um, because you never know, we might want to do a whole series or, of of season eight over again and, and talk to you guys about it and address some of the cool things in the future that could be fun. Um, begins with that funeral pyre, which was unbelievable. Mm. It was. Yeah. I saw a behind-the-scenes shot of how they did that. You know, they basically built like four of them, right. and then digitally oh, recreated yeah. more. But it just—it looks so good. Yeah, their digital work, oh, amazing. Yeah. Well, I—I th- I was thinking, I was like, boy, they—you know—they got to work fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always thinking about who did that. How many people had to work on that thing? You know, as if it was reality. Right, right. Exactly. Well, visually, it was it was worth every episode. It was Absolutely. Whether you like the storyline or not. Yeah. And, and, you know, the people that argued about the dark battle scene, uh. I think that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. We talked about that in yeah. the last episode. How, right. How, you know. They don't have their TV set up correctly. Yeah. Or, you know, turn the lights and off. It, they were sh- they were fighting at night. And the whole, the whole look was supposed to be ominous and scary. Yep. Yep, and I'm going to jump to um, the um, the final episode really quickly because um, everybody listening has already seen all these if they're a Game of Thrones fan, and they know when um, uh, Daenerys is talking to all of her troops. It is the sky is black. There's ash everywhere, and it looks it's so bleak and so dark and there was something in the beginning of that scene as she comes out to address her troops that you loved mm-hmm. so. it's the i think it's going to be the iconic shot of the show yeah because she's slowly walking up a couple stairs the dragon. and the dragon is behind her and he undoes his wings oh yeah it's beautiful and it looks like they're her wings oh yeah that's so beautiful and then the dragon flies off as she comes to the foreground and it was stunning. I rewound and watched that like five times. Yeah, that's cool. It's that's awesome. cool. You know what was amazing about that is, and I did brag to you guys that I got a big TV. Um, hmm. uh, Regal cinema. It's so big now that we actually were like looking. <laughs> we, our heads were moving up <laughs> as we watched the dragon fly away. Wow. What did cool. you guys think of the symbolic burning? Not even symbolic, the actual burning of the Iron Throne. At first, I couldn't figure it out. But the dragon is a little too much info I was for the like, dragon. I was I like, okay. No, that the... dragon is smart, man. That that beast has a gigantic brain. Think about I guess it. So. Like we we can we can um, say, oh, it's like a dog, or oh, it's like a cat. But we don't know. That thing could be <laughs> that could be like a pig. <laughs> really, really smart. smart. Yeah, I was like, I was thinking that. The dragon was going to burn up John because he's, you know, there. He was ready for it. Right. Exactly. That's what he thought, too. And then when he turned his head to melt the throne, I, I, I was just like, what is happening? Okay. I'm going to go back to see, to episode four. Okay. Okay. Um, funeral pyre. Very sad. 
and then the hall scene afterwards where Tyrion and Jamie and Lady Brienne and Podrick are playing the drinking game was really fun. Mm. Um, and I loved that. I loved that scene. And I was surprised at the Jamie Brienne hookup. Was anybody else? I yes, A bit, I was yeah. totally surprised. I was shocked, surprised. But it was like, oh. But I was ex- I loved that. Part. I kind of rolled my eyes at it a little bit. No, I liked it. Did you? Yeah. How yeah. come? Cuz I think Jamie's hot. <laughs> well, she she's the only character who got everything she wanted. She's a knight. Yeah. She got to hook up with him mm-hmm. and she's like, "Okay, I'm done." That's a good thought. But she loses him. That isn't what she wanted. Did you read what the director's notes were? No. How they got her to cry? They poked her. No, and the cutaway, and she starts crying. as He he, he rides away and says, I'm not a good person, whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He stands off camera and says, I don't love you anymore. Literally, to her, while they're on a tight shot of her. Ooh. And that's what got her. Ooh. That is very cool. And I remember I told you guys that they... they, have a they have this really great friendship off screen. Oh, do they? Yes. Okay. And if you go on YouTube and look look them up doing like promotional stuff, they always put them together. Mm-hmm. And they laugh and they and they're actually a lot like the characters on the show. Really? Yeah, he's snarky and a little bit insensitive. She told a story about how she met him the first time and um, she was said she was nervous to meet him. And she went into his trailer, and he was getting all made up and fixed up to come on to the set. And she said, hello, nice to meet you. And he didn't say a word, and he looked her up and down and was like, mm-hmm, see you in a few. Ah. Just, like, looked her up and down and was like, yep, see you later. (laughs) (laughs) Was that part of his master plan? I don't know, but watch the interview with that one. That one was very, very, very funny. It was interesting. All right, so... So I liked that part. Yes. And then I liked the hound talking to Sansa Mm. and calling her a little bird and how she referred back to all of the things she'd been through and said without... You know, he said it's too bad, little bird, that you had to go through all of those horrible things that you went through with Littlefinger and Ramsay Bolton, etc., and she said, without all of these things, I, I would still be a little bird. Hmm. So I loved that line. I thought that was good. And I think she's a great actress. Oh, she's awesome. Yep. Well, her, her movie's coming out soon. I know. Can't wait to yep. see that. Yep. She And she um, is engaged. She's maybe married now to the middle Jonas, Jonas. brother. Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas, right. And they have a great new hit song out called um, Sucka. And she is in the video, and each of the Jonas Brothers has their significant other in the video. Uh, the youngest brother has Priyanka, and she's in it too, Sophie, and then the oldest brother with his wife. And the only reason I know this is because I looked it all up, Danielle, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I watched the video. And she steals every scene in that video. She's in the video with, with the other wives. Mm-hmm. So it's cute. It's really kitschy goofy video and fun so cool so what do you guys think about the ultimate king being bran he i don't think he's even said when he first saw the script the actor said he thought it was a joke 
Mm. I will be the king. I don't think anybody. Well, some people probably (laughs) thought it would be him. I didn't think it would be him. I was surprised. I think all those people are angry because they wanted that happy ending with, you know, which Mm -hmm. just wasn't going to happen. I mean, Jon Snow got stiffed, but. Yeah, okay. His arc kind of. Our, yeah, boom, gone. Or did he? I think Jon Snow got the ending that he most wanted, you know, unless, you know, he was in love with Daenerys, but he kind of got over that when he watched her commit, you know, murder. He did. He got over it, and then he he resigned himself, like he always does. He resigned himself to duty, and then he killed her. He kissed his aunt. He French-kissed his aunt one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Tongues a-tangling, mm-hmm. and then stabbed her Mm-hmm. And of course, the guy who ultimately talked him into it got the best deal ever from dying to being hand of. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Tyr- Tyr- Tyrion. Tyrion yeah. mm-hmm. what, what, what unites people the most? Stories. <laughs> Brand the Broken. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> I was ready to accept whatever Game of Thrones was willing to shove down my throat because I have loved that show so much. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And and um, an episode, I think it was the beginning of episode five, my husband and I were watching it, and I said, enjoy the story you're being told. Don't project. Right. Just exactly. enjoy the story you're being told. And I don't know what happened, but he loved that, and he kept saying that to people. Because you it know, makes over sense. And over That's again. what you should do. Enjoy mm-hmm. the stories. My wife well, said something you know, I think, <laughs> I think the ending has done what the show has done for me the whole way through, which is completely surprise me. Yeah. And the more I think about it, the more it makes sense to me. Right. So, you know... That's why I love the show. I love shows that surprise me and take me off my guard. Totally. Yeah. Totally agree with you. Um, I'm just, you know, it's hard to it's hard to like something when you're watching it and you're depressed at the same time. I know. When I look at the clock and go, <laughs> oh, there's only 20 more minutes Right. Left. You're like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so good. Well, I will so say, good. when my wife and I watched, uh, when she snapped, and you could kind of see it coming, but she snapped and she starts burning everything and the scene went on a while it's oh very, my god you know from the, the dragons being kind of ineffective when there were still two of them and now suddenly this dragon's omnipotent somehow right but after about 10 minutes my wife's going okay stop you know just make this stop and i'm like it stop. it's not gonna stop <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? we, when um when we last talked about game of thrones you you talked about the battle the night battle and how it was the war to end all wars and it was very short and then i went and i went and did my research after that because i was like how long do battles actually last and they said the longest a battle will last is a day in history through in the history of study of war wait 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 let me finish just in the study of war in in human history in human history Battles last a day. Okay, and in defense of my opinion, no one's ever fought the undead before. That's right. I mean, and but they don't, humans they are don't doing stop it. coming, and they built this battle up as the be all end all for three seasons or so. And it's just, I are thought. Are you upset that it, that no, it, no, it, it should have been longer? They could have made it three days seem like a day. It could have been the same amount of screen time, you know, it just, mm. but the humans would wear out. You cannot right. keep up against all right. the undead because they never stop coming. Exactly. It kind of had to end that way. Just the, And one interesting thing I found out too, and I emailed this to you, Mr. Wilson, is that most battles in human history last 45 minutes. 
Oh, yeah. They're short because whoever's going to win, they almost know immediately who's going to win. And then it's just like you get mowed over and that's it. Done. 45 minutes. So a day is long. It's a long battle. Like Gettysburg was long. Um, But whatever. Okay, back to the point. Um, I thought that battle was cool. And I thought that... Great visuals. I thought Mm -hmm. that the lead up to it was cool too with the different people kind of getting ready again. Because Mm -hmm. we got to see in the last season, we got to see two unbelievable battles. I thought that night, the that, Battle of the Bastards. No, no, that was in season seven, I believe. In season eight, we saw the war to end all wars with fight with the you know Winterfell against the the Walking Dead. <laughs> to and then this final scene at at King's Landing. Well, can, since we don't want to talk about this forever, I know we have other binge stuff to talk about. What would have been your fan perfect ending? Arya becomes king. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of was leaning that way too. Yeah. I could have seen it happening, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. That she went west of Westeros, which right. Well, nobody knows what's west of Westeros. Exactly. She's Christopher Columbus now. Exactly. Or that yeah. other guy, Eric, somebody who who never gets any credit for actually being the first one to discover North America. And the Indians, which they were. So you think that would have been the perfect ending? No, I don't know. I mean, because I know all those mad people are like, "Well, couldn't John and Danny have?" You know, that's no, like I a, think they're John, never going to do that. I think either either John becoming king, which would have been expected. Obvious. Yes. Um, and Bran, Bran becoming king makes sense. Um, what do you think, Teresa? I it's like, you know, like I said. The more the more I sit with it, the more it makes sense to me. Right. You know, and I think like you know, Arya got her fondest wish to travel. Right. Sansa got Queen of the North. <laughs> travel girl. Right. And John is with the wildlings and doing his own thing, looking for a new wildling. So, you know, a girlfriend. The only the only person <laughs> I don't know if they're happy or not is Bran. He doesn't feel happiness. Yeah, he feels nothing. <laughs> he's he's a three-eyed raven. So yeah, he's just he doesn't feel a lot. No, he so. sees everything but feels nothing. Mm-hmm. Seems like he'd have been better as the hand, you know. Exactly. All to knowing. someone, yeah, you know, <laughs> the history keeper. Exactly. You know? yeah. Can you imagine working for the three-eyed raven? Like you'd be. He'd already know what your report looked like if you were going to do a presentation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knew if he was going to fire you already. If you left early for lunch. Right, right. <laughs> it would be so stressful. It definitely would. I couldn't do it. Nope. I don't, I don't envy that privy council. Well, I don't know if you guys are on Twitter as much as I am, but there's some really cool stuff on Twitter. Like, have you seen the side-by-side shots where it's like, from the first season of no. shot and then the oh. last show no. and they're you know they did a lot of easter eggs with that so that's cool look that up it's really cool. that's cool really? yeah oh yeah i yeah. like that kind of stuff remember in the last shot where he sees his wolf and he pets his wolf right there's a good side by side for when he sees the wolf for the first time when it's a little cub right right yeah, yeah. I was cool. I was looking for a little bit more um with aria when she sees the white horse or was the white horse just supposed to get her out of there? I think that's all it was, as opposed to some sort of... It's like, you have a future, get on this horse and go, girl. 
some people were saying it's like she was already dead because there's no one else in the shot. It was this lone horse somehow didn't get burned up and everyone else seems to be singed around it. Right. There was no there there. It's just, oh, got her out of there. <laughs> got her out of there. It's it. And beautiful. The purity of the white horse. I did see someone say that they thought because she could wear faces of the dead that somehow Jamie was, somehow she was going to get in as Jamie and kill I heard that theory too, which I thought was pretty cool. We all wanted that. We we all wanted to quench that, that thing. Yeah, we wanted we wanted her to kill. Well, you know, Cersei. and that that was a, that was a big deal for her to let go of her list. You know, and does that show her character development? Yeah, probably. You know, I yeah. still wanted her to kill Cersei. Yeah. Well. I would a little less development would have been Cersei's good for me. Cersei's skull is crushed. I think she mm. died, but she also got redemption somehow, which I didn't like. Who Cersei did? Yeah, because she got to be with Jamie. Yeah, and they, I don't know. I was scared at the beginning when when Daenerys was on the dragon and she was like, "Let's go burn some ships," and they were all trying to kill Drogon. Mm-hmm. I was scared because I didn't want him to get hurt. <laughs> Did anybody else feel that way? Oh yeah, I mean, I was I was nervous since they had you know killed his brother or sister, you know. Yeah, I thought it was very cool how they shot it from her perspective mm-hmm. as on the back of the dragon, like mm-hmm. you were on the back of oh, the dragon. No, that was awesome. very cool. Yeah. I know you did. Didn't I mean my stomach was like going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially because I have that big TV. Well, speak- <laughs> how big is it? Seventy-five inches. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's big. Well, speaking of being scared, <clears throat> one thing I read that made sense to me was supposedly when we saw uh, Cersei about to die with Jamie, mm-hmm. that was like the first time that we had seen Cersei like really scared and vulnerable. Do well, you do you recall her ever? Well, being while like she was that? still up top, she dropped the the right. sneer. Right. But yeah, she went right at the end there with him. Yeah. She was. I think that, mm-hmm. I mean, when, when her daughter got sent to Dorne, and, and even before her daughter was getting sent to Dorne, she was really, I mean, you could really see how upset she was. And then when, even after Joffrey died, she was really, really, really upset. I don't think she was one-dimensional. I don't take her as one-dimensional, especially because, you know, they always meant, made sure that um, her her greatest weakness and greatest strength was the love of her kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, but in my mind, she was more angry than She was vulnerable. afraid. I remember her looking afraid and bitter when her daughter got sent to Dorne. I remember mm-hmm. that really, really well mm-hmm. for some reason. I do. Gotcha. Um, but I loved, um, I loved the fact that Drogon could outmaneuver all of these arrows coming at him well they couldn't the first time you must have learned something you know well the other dragons weren't they didn't have a rider on them True. at the time and i don't i don't know i don't know how that worked but um he was the biggest one he was the most powerful dragon i was glad he didn't die yeah mm-hmm. me too he's too cool and where is he now when he picked her up and took her away where did they go to find another dragon and make some other dragons. Maybe. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. 
Well, that's all I got right now. Well, that's a lot for game. No, as, as, GOT. As bad as everyone was, it, you're, like you said, it was about the process. Yes. The ending was never going to please everybody. Never. No. Never. There's no way. Because it's ending too, and they're mad at right. it's ending, and right. then it's ending with so and so, and you're like, oh man. Man, I I was with my son and his friend, and they could not stop ripping season eight apart into tiny 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 little pieces and talking about how they hated this part and this part was stupid and they wanted to be oh it was it was, it was exhausting actually. You, you, you think the two showrunners are upset you know what they're doing now Woo-hoo! counting their money know what their next project they're taking over the star wars right franchise. right <gasps> hallelujah more <laughs> star wars mm-hmm. i tried to tell my sons how exciting it was when i was 10 years old and star oops i dated myself okay never mind when i was three <laughs> in another life <laughs> when star wars came out and i was like you know i saw star wars uh six times that summer i said and i was 10 and i didn't have a job and how was I going to get to the movie theater? I didn't have a car. You know, I had a 13-year-old brother who couldn't drive either. And I don't know how we got to the movie theater because, you know, you couldn't just watch it on your computer. But I didn't I have a computer. Honestly, as big as that was and movies like that, there were such cool events. Movie. Now there's almost too many events. I mean, how can you keep every Avengers movie, every this? It's like... Oh my God! Every movie has to be a spectacular you have to, event. Yeah, yeah, and and sometimes you just need to listen to a podcast called "Girls on Film" to get all caught up. That's right. Yep. And know thank what you, you, Port, for save bringing us right for. there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, what to wait for cable? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, do you want to jump into a couple things that we like on on the other? television platform oh binge worthy items perhaps some binging there well, are other things right yes Not well i much. already <laughs> told you about a little bit of my tv blues with veep yeah but if you haven't seen veep i haven't that's like the greatest binge ever it's only they're only 30 minutes long and they are so hysterical I've, I've i have friends that watch it one time all the way through and then they watch it again just to see tony hale tony hale plays uh, the vi- the VP's right. assistant, right. and just his facial expressions and the stuff he does, it's no wonder that he's won so many Emmys for this. Terrific. So it's just, oh uh, my gosh. I've never seen best. it, but I, I love her to begin oh, with. You know? You're going to love it. Really? Seriously. Well, it's the whole cast is amazing. And, you know, she and Tony Hale have both won Emmys so many times. Oh, it's so good. So, so good. Well, just as a side note, Tony Hale is also in the new Toy Story movie. <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. I can't wait to see that, too. Keanu uh, Reeves even has a speaking role. <laughs> Does he play like G.I. Joe or something? <laughs> Some weird character. Yeah, <laughs> that's like... great. We should do a real quick on John, a real quick uh, review on John Wick. Oh. Because we both just saw it. Go ahead. Start okay. it out. Um, love Keanu Reeves, period. Um, love how the the movie started and just did not freaking stop mm-hmm. it was like a you know nine nine hundred mile an hour train mm-hmm. um loved the story uh loved the dog oh i love that dog and the and her dogs yes i but i loved i loved his dog because mm-hmm. i have a pity also that is a rescue pity and she is named Bonnie, and she has some of the similar. She looks a little bit like that, but I I loved the dog. 
I loved the choreography of all of the fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband was like, I got a little burnt out on the fighting. I did not get burnt out on the fighting scenes mm, at I. all. I was just because like, they so had, different and creative. Right, they time. had these yeah. really great set pieces, and I'm not going to spoil anything for you guys out there. Yeah. And But there's like these different locations and different set pieces that makes the fighting very interesting. And the people involved in the fighting are interesting too and Mm -hmm. some of the things that they do during the fighting is just unexpected and Mm -hmm. strange Mm -hmm. and um just amazing like just very interesting so it kept me really interested isn't it kind of that serious thing is the fighting i mean oh yeah oh yeah just but it's like every every different movie they escalate it yeah there's going to be a four too oh i'm sure (laughs) cool that's great cool but cool. you know what? I like that Keanu Reeves is not just like this superhuman guy that like never bleeds. Right. I mean, he shows yeah. when he gets tired yep. and when he's hurt. Yep. So, you know, I like that. <laughs> the backwash scene with, oh, with yeah. Halle Berry. I'm like, don't drink it. Don't drink it. Don't spoil it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I but didn't anyway, tell him if they drank it. it or not. Okay. You'll love it. Yep. Good, good, good movie. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Definitely. And pay attention to John Wick's belt. Okay. Okay. Um, I have been watching a show on ABC with um, Scott Foley from Scandal um, called Whiskey Cavalier. And that is the goofiest show. Um, it's very campy and goofy. And... Um, the humor is a little bit sideways and it's it's very i, I don't know i like it it's i find it charming have I, you been I watching agree, it too i agree I've, wa- I've watched every episode oh me too i mean what totally charming what if james bond was a really sweet guy yeah and james Bond's sidekick was a badass right that's kind of how i look at it yep yep and um He's cute in it, and the the cast around him is really is really great. I like them a lot. I like mm-hmm. how they set it all up. Lauren, what's her name? Uh, she or, she was in Ortiz, Walking Dead. Ortiz, I think is no. her name. No, that's Anna Ortiz. Oh, Anna Ortiz is the sidekick. No, she's the um, like psychologist genius person. No, the Walking Dead girl. I don't know what's her name. Lauren know. something. I don't know. Anyway, she obviously is a great actor she was in walking dead and everybody loved her and now she's in this and she's really great it's a good cast it is and a a little bit of it made me think about of guy ritchie Mm -hmm. and his style of directing and an art artist or i don't know art direction i guess Mm -hmm. it made me think about that a little bit i can totally see that that was cool yeah um so you go. You got you got Veep. I got Whiskey Cavalier. What you okay. got? Okay, I've got Catch Twenty Two. Okay, I haven't watched that yet. I well, I I've I've queued it up, but I'm getting ready to watch it. Me but too. I can't wait. No, to I'm see looking it. forward. I to think that. It, is it six episodes? I I think, I think so. so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to watching that. Also. Yeah, the previews that I've seen look great. Yep, and George Clooney's involved, and you know it's got to be semi decent if he's going to be involved. Yes, <laughs> if not Love amazing. Him. Um, something I've I binged um, that I liked a lot. It's on Netflix. It's called The Adventures of Sabrina. 
not she's like the teenage witch mm-hmm. except it's 2019 and there is so much weird macabre stuff going on in this show so like Riverdale sort of they made it a lot right darker it's the than same the, it's the uh-huh. same it's the same um, people actually mm-hmm. that produce that that produce this but they but this isn't I don't think this is broadcast on like a network it's only on Netflix mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I tell you there's you know there's some nudity in it and there's some really nasty gory stuff and then there's a lot of allusion to um, the devil and you know, there's just a lot of like religion and supernatural and romance and heroes and anti-heroes. And then there's um, just, it's very, very fresh. Mm. And I really, really, I've watched the whole thing. It, it took me many a month to, to, to finish it, but I, I did it. How many episodes? Um, I think it's... 15 mm. and 15. they're hour long yeah um but it's a really good watch i recommend it it's interesting and again it's macabre and surprising so good writing definitely good writing and I'll the lead she she can handle it she does she takes oh it. she was in mad men yeah she was a little girl in mad men yep yep, yep. she can handle it she does mm-hmm. a great job so watch Excellent. it Excellent. watch it okay what else what you okay got? my last one is uh, the show, believe it or not, not it's on Freeform, Free and it's called Ball. Good Trouble. I have not heard of and that. And it's about these it's about these two girls that were both in a, like a foster home, and they moved to New York to follow their careers. Okay. One is a lawyer, and one is a um, uh, software designer. And you, you would think that it would be, you know, so they're really stupid, cheesy. But but it's not. It's really edgy. Cool. Well, what's what's the trouble? They're both. They just both get into trouble all the time. Because <laughs> they just didn't have any parents. Because they're the you way. know twenty three year old gorgeous girls. I just figured one of them had to be successful and one of them had to be a struggling actress. You know? Well, they're they're both successful, but they both get in trouble. We'll see if mm-hmm. if you like the characters. Yeah. Yeah, you can go anywhere if you like. I think exactly. it's re- I think it's really well written. Cool. Yeah. That's the key to it. Let's hear here for the writers. Hear, hear. Hear, hear for the writers of Game of Thrones. Cheers. One, hear, hear. one quick question since yep. I don't want really to I was here hearing, Port. Oh, here. I heard, heard you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing. Some, some, <laughs> some years ago, and I didn't watch it in the beginning because I thought, oh, God, some cartoon superhero show, but I started watching The Flash in the early years. Oh, yeah. And for a couple of seasons, I binged a couple of seasons. It's great. I mean, a lot of you know referential stuff, a lot of funny stuff, and the writing has just fallen off for me. I mean, I almost mm. stopped watching in the last year. Do you ever have that problem yeah. with the show? Yeah. And it's for like sure. I don't know if they've run out of ideas or if they just do. at some point the banter isn't good, and yeah. it's, um, mm-hmm. I kind of just lost interest in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flash, do you hear that? Flash producers, you it hear that? It was so fun the first couple of years. Right. Know? I right. think that's a Warner Brothers project. Well, the same thing happened to me with the Arrow. When Arrow started oh, right. off, I loved it. Me too. But then I just They interact like, a lot, those two shows. Exactly. But then, you know, I don't know. I just kind of fell got, away from it. It got redundant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It did. It got repetitive and flat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. okay. I've got, um, I've got a show that is called Cardinal that is a detective show 
and it takes place in Ontario, Canada, and it's based on a series of books. And the lead is a guy named Billy Campbell, who played oh, yeah. um, Jennifer Lopez's husband in Enough. Yes. He's a really handsome guy mm-hmm. and very, very tall, big guy. Um, but the landscape is um, oftentimes kind of cold and white, snowy, and harsh. And it's interesting because his sidekick is a woman who's French-Canadian. And she hasn't, you know, she's... And they, they do speak French in the episodes a little bit here and there because they're showing how the, how the culture is in Ontario. Um, so this is taking place north of Toronto. I used to live in Buffalo, so I'm kind of familiar with, this, with the area. And that was one of the things that drew me to this show. Mm-hmm. It's got three seasons. Each one is six episodes. And it's a very, very smart program. And um, I highly recommend it if you like the detective story thing um really really well done and he is understated campbell is understated and controls himself and keeps it you know keeps it reined in and you can feel that when you're watching it which is great um so i really like that show so it's called um cardinal Cardinal. and that is the last name of is it on lead. like Netflix or something? It's on. I watch it on Hulu. Okay. <laughs> Hulu, Hulu, <laughs> Hulu. I'm coming for you. Hmm. Um, and then, of course, we have coming up in June, The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, yes, season three. And it seems like The Handmaid's Tale is already out there because we live in Georgia and we have these crazy. Um, uh, abortion bills being passed here and in our next door neighbor Alabama holy mm. camoly Batman these 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 laws are not in effect yet but we did see we did see lost another show that Kristen Wiig mm-hmm. has pulled her film out of Georgia it's a series I think I yeah mm. I, I'm not I just saw that she pulled it out um, of Georgia and mm. um, that is highly highly um, Depressing. Yes, it really is. But the one thing that we have got to um, take heart in is that these laws are not, um, they're not in effect. And we just have to watch and be vigilant and communicate yep. about what we believe in. And um, it's, it's so important. So we want the entertainment community, community to stay here. We don't want you to withdraw because if you withdraw... We have less people helping us fight this stuff. And um, just help us. You guys have the best platform. Help us talk about it. If you leave, we got nobody. So please don't go. Just okay. help us. Last thing for me, any John Malkovich fans? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. He's in every, he's in every television you movie. Know he's got a series coming up. You know who he plays? No. Who? The Pope, the new Pope. Oh. <laughs> I can't. Is it on HBO? Is it the, I, I think is it, it is the on next, HBO. The next one? Oh yeah. my gosh. I saw it in a trailer and I thought, because it went by fast, I'm like, what is that? That time Malkovich is the Pope. Oh my God, how amazing. <laughs> I like I like almost everything you so, so is this like after Jude Law? Is it the same series? No, I think it's a new series. The new but Pope. Jude Law is in it? No. I don't know. I don't know. We I don't just know. saw the trailer. Ooh. We're going to have to do some more. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. John Malkovich as There's, the Pope. Yeah, you know. That is Jude Law. John yeah. Malkovich and Jude Law. Okay, there you go. 
How exciting. Very interesting. Very exciting. I love John Malkovich. Back to religion. Mm. <laughs> oh, so my good. God. Get your religion out of my politics and your politics out of my religion. I do love a quote from him once. He did, uh, what was the Nick Cage movie where there were prisoners on a plane? Don't know. And he was oh, the, yeah, yeah. He was a Con- crazy uh, guy. Convict. Snakes uh, on a plane. Air. Con Air. Oh, yes, yes. And Malkovich says, <laughs> I make movies like this. So I can make movies I really want to make. Right, right. You know? <laughs> hey, if you got paid, that's what, got a big That's what check. Alec Baldwin says about Broadway. He says he makes you know big movies for a big paycheck so he can go do Broadway. Why not? Exactly, yeah. exactly. That kind of makes me mad. Why? Because I go to all these movies and pay to see them, and if they kind of rubbing their nose down at at these, he's movies, just mailing it in. I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> come on, dude. Be proud of everything you do. Yeah. And and don't downplay the movies because we love them. Snakes we on do a, love the movies. I've never seen Snakes on a Plane. I have seen it, and I saw it in the theater. <laughs> really? And I You're... laughed all the way through. <laughs> cool. It was great entertainment, I'll tell you. I can't wait for the Meg 2 to come out. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Is that coming? Is that, is that I don't know. Is that I'm real? I'm sure. If, if it made a ton of money, I'm sure they'll do number no, two. Meg. It's bigger. It's better. It's oh my Meg God. too. Yep. Sharks. Sharks always do. Um, people love them. Mm-hmm. And they love to be scared of them. I will never forget when I was, I don't know how old, and I saw Jaws in the theater. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I had read the book. Oh. Peter Benchley. Whoa. Good. That was huge. <laughs> Peter Benchley said his greatest regret was writing that book because Why? He, because people became so afraid of sharks and killed so many sharks after mm. that. He was very, it, it set him off. But sharks have made a comeback because I've recently returned from North Carolina where on my last day of vacationing, uh, a, a news item popped up in my feed and said there was a pod of 17 great white sharks just off the coast of North Carolina. Mm. <laughs> Hello. That's a little, and guess what? a little scary. Guess what I did? I went swimming. Yep. You're super brave. I'm brave. And you're super tan. Woohoo! All right. Well, that's all we got, people. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for going on the Game of Thrones journey. And, um, and thank you for going on Twitter. Yes. Yes. And please, please, please let us know if, if, um, if you want us to do a, a Game of Thrones um recap on anything we'd love to talk about this show um and that's all i got what you about you're good i'm good you good port i'm good and we are girls on film and we are out